Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So today we are talking about protein and resistance training. These are two really beneficial things to do and to look at when it comes to health and weight loss. And you might have heard this in the media, in social media, online, anywhere you look. Protein is really helpful. Protein is something that we should be getting more of. And resistance training as well has become much more mainstream recently. You see more women lifting weights and you see it recommended more. So these are two things that I talk about a lot because they're both so helpful and most women, generalising here quite a bit, but most women don't eat enough protein and don't do resistance training or don't get the, the benefits from doing it as effectively as possible. And when they're both in your life in the most helpful of ways, they will provide you so many benefits for not only weight loss, but for your physical health, your mental health, bone density, and your chances of living a long, healthy, active life. So let's dive straight in. Let's talk about protein first. Now, most of us have heard protein's really helpful. Protein supports weight loss. And this is very true. It does. The reason why it's so helpful for weight loss is that it helps you to stay fuller for longer. So it's quite hard for your body to break protein down and it takes a bit of time. It takes much more time than it takes the body to digest carbohydrates and fats. So if you eat a meal that's got good protein in it, you're going to stay full for considerably longer and that's going to hopefully help you to reduce snacking and picking on foods later. And if you reduce your snacking and portion sizes or picking on foods later it's likely you're going to reduce your calorie intake and if you reduce your calorie intake you're going to lose weight so it's helpful for that it's also helpful in terms of the thermic effect of food or the thermic effect of feeding all this means is it basically takes more calories for your body to break protein down than it does to break down carbs and fats and so when you eat protein about 25% of the calories from that protein will be used just digesting it, basically used by your body, having to break it down and digest and use that food. When you compare that to carbohydrates and to fats, your body only uses about 5% of the calories from carbs and fats to actually digest them. So it's quite a difference. And that means that if you were to consume 100 calories of protein, about 25 calories are going to be used just to do something with that protein so you're only then going to take in effectively 75 calories so that's another reason that's helpful because over the long run that makes quite a difference if you have a a reasonably high protein diet then not only will you stay fuller and snack less hopefully but you'll also be burning a little bit more calories when you're digesting that food too another benefit of protein is it's really helpful for the immune system which not a lot of people know it's very beneficial for that it's also the building block of our muscles and this is one of the key reasons why it's so helpful 
So we need muscle and we generally lose muscle as we get older. Once we hit about the age of 30, we generally start to lose a little bit of muscle mass each year. And that can accelerate when we hit menopause and our hormones change. So it's not a good thing to lose muscle because when we do, our metabolism drops, so we burn less calories. This is one of the reasons why we tend to gain weight as we get older. If you eat the same calories at age 50 as you did at age 25, you're going to gain weight because you've got less muscle mass. But there are ways to maintain muscle as we get older. And this is the whole title of the podcast. Protein and resistance training are the two ways to do that. So if you eat enough protein, the building block of muscle, that is going to give your body the tools it needs to keep hold of that muscle. And it's really important that you actually use the muscle as well so that you do resistance training and that will effectively tell your body, hey, like this muscle we've got, this is important, we're using it, it's valuable. So if you want to take any energy, take it from my fat cells, please body. And that's essentially what you're saying. And without that, without enough protein, without resistance training, you'll find that you will just lose muscle gradually year on year. And especially if you do a restrictive diet or or even any kind of diet, if you're reducing your calorie intake to lose weight, your body is going to try to take energy from muscle as well as from fat because muscle burns more calories at rest. And if your body is sensing that there's less calories coming in because you're trying to lose weight, your body doesn't understand the reason why there's less calories coming in. And it goes back to that primal instinct of thinking perhaps there isn't enough food around, therefore we need to conserve energy. And for your body to try and conserve energy, it means getting rid of muscle. It doesn't want to keep hold of muscle in that situation because if you've got more muscle, you're burning more calories. And if there is a famine, that means you're gonna die quicker. So your body will preferentially get rid of muscle. And that's one reason why when people lose weight on a, a, a crash diet, they tend to regain that weight plus a bit more. And that's partly because they've often lost some muscle mass that they originally had. So they go back to their original way of eating, but now because they've got less muscle than before, they gain more weight. So let's move on to looking at where can you find protein? So protein can be found in meat, fish, Greek yogurt, uh, protein powders, tofu, tempeh and then beans lentils eggs is another good source you can find good amounts in those foods and you can also find smaller amounts in other foods as well and looking at what you've got in each meal and looking for just one good serving of protein in each meal will really help you to to get all those benefits that we've been talking about so in terms of a portion size looking at a palm size serving of protein in your meal is really helpful so that could be palm size serving of meat, chicken, fish, palm size serving of tofu, tempeh. It could be beans. There's, there's less protein in beans and pulses than there is in meat and animal products generally, but it's still helpful. And it's really helpful to look at the packet on certain things. So if you looked at a packet of black beans, for example, you might find that in a serving size, which is normally kind of half a tin, half a carton, there'll be maybe 10 to 12 grams of protein. And what we're gonna look for in a meal, for you to get the optimal amount, is gonna be more like 
20 to 45 grams in your average meal. So in that situation, you might want to add in another second serving of protein just to boost it up. And you don't need to get super in depth with this. You don't need to, to worry if certain meals are low in protein, but it's really helpful to build that knowledge and that awareness of, have I got a good amount of protein in this meal? Because when you've got that, it will really help you to, to reap the benefits, to feel fuller for longer, and also to support your bone density as well. The other reason that protein is so helpful is it protects your bones, partly because it keeps your muscles strong, but it's also really important just for bone density in general. So if you are consuming protein from different food sources, not only are you getting that protein, but you're also getting various nutrients with it, the different vitamins and minerals, and combined, all of this means that you are in the optimal position to be healthy and strong for the rest of your life. So serving a protein in each meal, like I said, 20 to 45 grams in a meal is, is a good amount to look for. If we're looking at how much protein should I get in a day, then it does vary. It varies depending on your your own body, your activity levels, your goals. But a good general amount to look for is, you can do this equation, your body weight in pounds. If we're looking at your body weight in pounds, you're looking for one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So. This could be your target body weight as well. If you've got a noticeable amount of weight to lose, say you want to get to 150 pounds, 150 grams of protein could be a target number. And that might seem quite high. And for some people it will be higher than it needs to be. So this is all ballpark figures. And if you're aiming for above 100 grams a day, generally for most people, that's, that's great. Anything above that, fantastic. The other way of looking at it is if you measure your body weight normally in kilograms, then two grams per kilogram of body weight or per kilogram of your target body weight is another way you can do it. But 100 grams a day or 20 to 45 grams in each meal and you'll be absolutely fine with that. And if you want to know a bit more about protein or protein supplements, protein powder, I've got an article on my website and I'll link it in the show notes. You can also just Google Haley Plummer Protein and it should come up. In there, it talks about protein supplements, so protein powder, such as whey protein. Um, and protein powder is a really helpful choice for a lot of people. A lot of my clients are mums who are pretty busy. They are they're on the go all the time. They haven't got lots of time to prepare a, a high protein meal every every meal of the day. And so a lot of them find that overnight oats is really uh, is a good choice for them, where they mix oats with protein powder, a bit of yogurt, and they have that for their breakfast. Other clients have protein smoothies. They just mix up or blend up some frozen fruit, frozen spinach, and a scoop of protein powder, maybe a frozen banana. There's all sorts of things you can do with that. And add, add some milk, almond milk, or water blend it all up and it's a really nice way to, to start the day. Um, you can also make protein pancakes. You can just have a good old protein shake as a snack as well. And all of those are really helpful things to do. They're all in my in the article on my website. And the other, the I think a lot of people are quite worried about having protein powder because they feel like it's quite artificial and it's it's a supplement often seen as something that big muscly men in the gym would have. 
but actually whey protein is is quite a natural food it's made during the process of making cheese so in the curd and the whey are separated you're left with the whey which is dried into powder and that's that is whey protein it has sweeteners added it has flavoring added which makes a big difference if you've ever tried unflavored protein powder um, sometimes that's okay mixed in with certain things but it's it's nowhere near as as palatable as some of the flavored ones can be and the artificial sweeteners in it are totally safe as well it just means that it, it tastes nicer it's more enjoyable and chocolate flavor or vanilla flavor protein are two safe bets to go for um, I generally go for protein from the website called myprotein.com and generally that's good value decent quality protein and it's one of the best in terms of price that you'll find but you can also find them in supermarkets so most supermarkets now will stock protein powder and that could be a good place just to try it out just to see if you like it look for it when it's on offer because they can be quite high priced but if you're looking at a bag that's normally 800 grams to a kilo something around 15 pounds is is pretty good for that sometimes Chops will hike it up to $29.99 and pretend that then they're giving you really good value by charging £20 for it. Um, but look at the prices, look at £15 for that sort of bag would be really good. And then give it a go. You'll find a scoop in the bag, whatever you, whichever protein you buy. And that scoop is one serving. So it's normally 25 to 30 grams. And if you mix that in with anything that I've suggested, anything on my website, or even mix it in with some yogurt is another way to do it makes like a chocolate yogurt if you get a chocolate protein powder then that's a really good way to try it um if you get protein powder and you want to make a protein shake you can put it in a blender or a nutri blender kind of thing um, or buy a little protein shaker as well which you can find on amazon you can find on the my protein website they're really cheap but they come with either a little grid inside them or a little metal spiral ball and both of those things will help the protein to separate and basically dissolve. If you don't have one of them, it can be a bit clumpy and it's quite hard for the little clumps to be broken down. But if you've got either a blender or a protein shaker, it just helps to disperse all those little bits of protein so it properly becomes a really nice smooth protein shake. So hopefully that helps with protein. And now we're gonna talk about resistance training. So resistance training is basically working your body against any form of resistance and this means that you don't have to just lift weights you could do resistance training with your body weight with resistance bands with weights at home like dumbbells and kettlebells or at the gym we're using weights and using machines all of those things are brilliant and the main the main point is that you're working your body you're pushing your body to work against the force <clears throat> and use resistance to get stronger and that's the goal, is to train your body to become stronger and then to maintain that strength. If you're doing that, that is where you're telling your body, hey, like this muscle that we've got, this is important. We want to keep hold of this for as long as possible. And then if you're losing weight and you're doing resistance training, you're effectively telling your body, hey, we're in a calorie deficit, but this muscle is very important because we're using it and we're eating lots of protein. So please take the extra energy from fat cells instead. And you'll see a noticeable difference. If you compare people who lose weight while eating enough protein and resistance training versus people who lose weight without doing those things, 
the people who lose weight are with resistant training and protein are much more likely to feel happy and confident with their figure because they'll be toning up and keeping hold of that muscle and they're also more likely to to be successful and to maintain the results as well because they've done it in a way that keeps them fuller so they're less hungry they're also stronger they're burning more calories they're feeling great about their body they're also fueling their body really well so they feel awesome inside and out and the strength training is something that can be a massive boost to mental health and it surprises so many women when they start doing it because many women think resistance training or strength training is not for me like I, I don't like lifting weights I don't want to get strong or big bulky muscles um but when they start doing it and they realize that it's actually really rewarding to see and feel yourself getting stronger and as women we just won't gain big bulky muscles unless unless we deliberately try very very hard and eat lots of food and train really hard even then it's difficult what will happen is that you'll just become lean and toned and strong and that feeling is amazing so this is something that I really encourage people to do and I understand how gyms can be really intimidating for a lot of people right now we're in the middle of a pandemic gyms in the UK aren't even open so training at home is a really good choice for so many people and the vast majority of my clients actually do their workouts at home as well they have resistance bands or kettlebells dumbbells any one of those things sometimes just their body weight and they will just do workouts that i've set for them on the training app that i use so they've got a little video to see what what to do and then they do that workout and it can be anything from 10 minutes to 45 minutes depending on what they want what fits their goals and their lifestyle and this is what's important just to do what you are happy to do like what feels comfortable for you to start with I think many people feel like they have to start going to the gym four times a week, lift weights, do all the things. And if you're starting from not doing that at all at the moment, then that's a huge jump to make. And it's really hard to sustain that. But if you're not doing anything right now and you just decide to order a resistance band online and do a little home workout two to three times a week, that in itself is enough to create some progress. Your body will adapt to that. It will be a new stimulus for the muscles to deal with and you will get stronger. It's best if you've got things to build up to. So if you've got weights and you can add more weight or you've got kettlebells and they, they go up in weight, then that's really helpful. And if you're in a gym, if you're happy to go to the gym and you can use the weights there, that's the best choice because that gives you scope to keep on increasing weight over time to keep getting stronger. But anything is great. Like Anything you can do that's maybe more than you're doing right now, is going to help. It's going to tell your body, hey, this muscle is really important. Let's keep it. Let's get it stronger. Let's look after it. Let's keep it on our body and burn body fat if we need to burn energy instead. So resistance training, there are many ways you can do it. And if you're starting from from just not doing anything at the moment, then the first thing I would recommend is maybe order some resistance bands if you haven't got any equipment right now. And if you go onto my website, in the menu there is a store page at the top and resistance bands are in there. There is uh, links to kettlebells and dumbbells as well. There's a few other things to look at. So go to hayleyplumber.co.uk, click on store 
and then scroll down and just have a little look at the resistance bands. Those are the, the ones that are really good in terms of giving you lots of choices um, of what you can do with them. And then if you check out my Instagram page, there's various videos on there of what to do with them. There's also infographics and explanations of, of like how to create a workout with them. And there's also videos and, and infographics for bodyweight workouts, for kettlebell workouts and dumbbell workouts too. So there's various things you can do and check out my Instagram page or my Facebook page for that. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop me a message and I'll tag you in the post or set you on the right path to understanding what to do. But you could literally just do squats and some press-ups with your hands on the sofa or a table. Squats and press-ups are two of the things I always recommend to people to just get started. If you have nothing, if you don't order anything right now, squats and press-ups are two of the very best exercises you can do anyway because they're working big groups of muscle and that's really important as well. When we do exercises to tone up often people will do things like crunches and sit-ups if they want to slim and tone their stomach and they might do some arm weights if they want to tone their arms and there's nothing wrong with doing those things but they're not as effective as doing big exercises that work a lot of muscle so squats and press-ups are two of the ones that do that because with a squat you're working with the muscles in your legs you're working the muscles in your bum and your core as well. So there's big groups of muscle that have to support your body as you drop into the squat and then stand up again. And with press-ups as well, whether you do full press-ups on the floor, and if you can do that, well done to you. Or if you do them with your hands elevated, which makes it a bit easier. So hands on your sofa or hands on uh, a table or the kitchen worktop. When you're doing that exercise, you're using big groups of muscle in your chest, in your arms, your shoulders, your core as well. And I often recommend people have have a resistance band just to do one more thing, which is a, a row where you pull the band towards you. And what that means is that you've got a leg exercise, you've got an upper body exercise in push-ups or press-ups that works all the muscles that get involved when you push forwards. And if you have a band to do the row, you're working all the muscles that do that movement too. And they're basically all the muscles in your back and the back of your shoulders and the muscles in your arms again. So those three exercises, squats, press-ups, and some form of row with a band or dumbbells, that covers most of your body. And it'd be much more effective to do that than to do sit-ups or crunches, for example, if you, if you want to slim your stomach. So those little exercises, like crunches, arm weights, bicep curls, tricep extensions, they are totally fine, but they're just not as effective because they're working those smaller groups of muscles, just small muscles in your stomach or the small muscles in your arms, but nothing else. They don't have much impact. So unless you're very, very lean already, in which case they would then help to tone that muscle and you can see the difference. If you're carrying a little bit of extra weight, then the body fat that's sitting on top of those muscles is still going to be there because you're not burning many calories to have an impact on that muscle. So effectively having having a big full body session is going to help you a lot more as well as reducing your calorie intake from food because that's going to have the biggest, easiest impact overall. But I would focus on those big exercises and there are plenty more, as I say, on my social media page. And the main point of that is to, to aim to 
increase the repetitions over time and to increase the weight if you can if you've got weights at home or you're at the gym aim to be doing more in some way aim to add reps or go up on the weight when possible and that will then tell your body to keep progressing to keep getting stronger to not just get used to that workout to keep improving and when you do that it will help you a lot in terms of providing all those benefits we've talked about and it will also feel really good like i haven't met a single person who doesn't enjoy the feeling of getting stronger and everyone can do that whatever your age whatever your current ability level in fact if you're a beginner right now you've got all the benefits to come like you you're starting at square one so you've got loads of progress to enjoy it's the best place to be in terms of your body will respond so well to to that new way of doing things that new stimulus and you'll see really good gains in terms of strength early on you might find that you ache for the first few sessions that's really normal and it happens to people even when they've done workouts for years and they have a little break and come back to it this happens to me every time i go on holiday and then i go back to the gym i'm crippled for a few days afterwards because my muscles are, have forgotten so quickly what they were doing beforehand and suddenly sitting down sitting on the toilet is hard work but for everyone whether you're whether you're completely new or whether you're just returning after a break that aching is normal and it will go away after the first few sessions it will get better quite quickly and it's a good thing it's aching is just showing you that those muscles have worked in a different way and it can highlight what muscles are involved in those exercises and it's quite a nice thing to realize but when you start to get used to the workout and you ache less that is also good and it doesn't mean that you're not still getting the benefits of that workout so sometimes people will think if they're not aching then it's not been effective but that's definitely not the case it's just that your body is used to it but it's still benefiting as long as you're doing the workout you're trying to increase repetitions or improve the technique or add weight when you can so resistance training or strength training whatever you want to call it it's so helpful to do and whatever works for you is the best way to do it if you can go to the gym awesome if you just want to do five or ten minutes at home two or three times a week that's a great starting point I just cannot recommend it enough in terms of doing something and if you start small and you start doable and make it as enjoyable as it can be make it fit in your day then it's more likely that you're going to continue with it long enough to start to see the benefit and feel the progress happening and then hopefully you'll find that it actually feels good it starts to get easier you start to enjoy it you want to push yourself that bit more add a little bit extra over time and that's the best way to to build a habit that's going to give you so many benefits for the rest of your life so if you're resistance training you are telling your body to keep hold of muscle to be strong as we get older it's so helpful because as i've said already we we lose muscle mass as we get older it's one of the reasons why we tend to gain weight as we get older and it's one of the reasons why it's so common to see falls and fractures and osteoporosis in women and men especially in women once they get past menopause because our bones are decreasing in density our muscles are, are being lost over time but there's a lot we can do about that there's a lot we can change so protein resistance training i can go into supplementing with vitamin d as well which is really important for bone density omega-3 is helpful too but this is a podcast about protein and resistance training so hopefully that all makes sense and if you have any questions please do let me know with resistance training just to summarize the amount of times 
two to three times a week is is great if you can do a little bit more fantastic but i would always encourage you to set the bar and a standard that feels doable for you so make it a habit and a routine if you were going to pick three days a week say monday wednesday friday and then if you miss a day then you can just knock it on to the next day and that's cool it's helpful to have a day of rest in between but it's not essential unless you're doing a full structured workout if you're just doing a smaller workout at home consecutive days is normally fine but it's it's best if you can spread it out and just to give your muscles that time to recover afterwards and if you are doing workouts in the gym and you do want to get stronger you do want to tone up then make sure that you have enough rest in between sets so don't just jump straight back in on the next set give yourself a little bit of time normally one to two minutes to actually let the muscles recover because you'll find then that you can do more repetitions in the next set and that's what's most important to be able to to add repetitions and to add weight over time rather than to just get it done as quick as possible your muscles need that bit of rest and yeah i think that's everything i can talk loads about this but if you have questions please do let me know drop me an email hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk hope that's been useful for you check out my social media for more i'll put the links to those in the show notes have an awesome week and i'll speak to you again soon thank you so much for listening to the podcast today i hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions if i can help you in any way please feel free to get in contact with me via my website hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on facebook or instagram and i would love to connect with you i hope you have an amazing day and i'll speak to you soon